Welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you part by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. They do terrific work, and you can find out more and give them a call. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We've got an interesting show for you today. We've got some guests lined up. However, we've lost phone service, so we'll see how this all goes. But they're standing ready and uh, ready for the interview. Keith Law is the co-founder of the Florida uh, Citizens Alliance. We'll also visit with Michael Cannon. He is the uh, director of health policy study at the Cato Institute. Seton Mollie is the founder and president of Less Government, and the former mayor of Naples, Bill Bardet, may be joining us as well. Now, if we don't get phone service, well, we're going to be talking about the events of the day with uh, Linda Harden, my wife, uh, so well informed of what's happening locally as well as internationally. It is October the 20th, and on this day in 1947, the notorious Red Scare kicked into high gear in Washington, D.C. as a congressional committee began investigating communist influence in one of the world's richest and most glamorous communities, Hollywood. After World War II, the Cold War began to heat up between the two world superpowers, the United States and communist-controlled Soviet Union. In Washington, conservative watchdogs watched uh, worked out communists to uh, government before setting their sights on alleged Reds in the famously liberal, liberal movie industry. An investigation that began in October of 1947, the House Un-American Activities Committee grilled a number of prominent witnesses asking bluntly, are you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Whether out of patriotism or fear, some witnesses, including director Elia Kazan, actors Gary Cooper and Robert Taylor, and studio honchos Walt Disney and Jack Warner, gave the committee names of colleagues they suspected of being communists. A small group known as the Hollywood Ten resisted, complaining that the hearings were illegal and violated their First Amendment rights. They were certainly right about that. They were all convicted of obstructing the investigation and serving jail terms. Pressured by Congress, the Hollywood establishment began a blacklist policy, banning the works of about 325 screenwriters, writers, actors, and directors who had not been cleared by the committee. Those blacklisted included composer Aaron Copeland, writers Dashiell Hammett, Lillian Hellman and Dorothy Parker, playwright Arthur Miller, and actor and filmmaker Orson Welles. Some of the blacklisted writers used pseudonyms to continue working, while others wrote scripts that were credited to others and their writing friends. Starting in the early 1960s, after the downfall of Senator Joseph McCarthy, the most public face of anti-communism, the began, uh, ban began to be lifted slowly. In 1997, the Writers Guild of America unanimously voted to change the writing credits of 23 films made during the blacklist period, reversing but not erasing some of the damage done during the Red Scare. This is truly one of the periods, somewhat like today, where we're uh, seeing censorship and uh, accusations flying around that uh, did not have credibility. It's so ironic, too, that right now, accusing back then people of being communists. And what we're seeing right now is the Democrat Party basically filling the role of what uh, this committee was afraid of back in the uh, late 40s and 50, early 50s. So interesting. United States Representative uh, Byron Donalds 
told Fox News that he's prepared for a government shutdown to help curb spending and address high inflation. Are you prepared for a government shutdown in order to cut spending? Donalds was asked. I'm prepared for a government shutdown in order to get our country back on track, he said. Like the government is not working for anybody right now, it's actually creating the massive inflation, which is crippling Americans all across the United States, said Donalds. He went on to slam the border crisis and issues with military recruitment. We have a southern border that's wide open. The government's paying for that. We have woke ideology and our military recruitment is down significantly and our military we're funding as well. So if it means that you have to stop the government from running to its day-to-day operations so that we can actually fix the systemic and fundamental issues that are facing American people, then so be it, said Donald. Uh, on potential political blowback and blame for the shutdown, Donald said he will take full responsibility of the success that comes from getting the country back on track. Well st- said, uh, Congressman Donalds. Like I said, if we secure the southern border, but it takes the government shutdown to do it, I'll take full responsibility for that because fentanyl is killing our people in cities. Uh, no matter what your race, no matter uh, what your politics are, it's, in, it's indiscriminate, he went on. So if, if, if that is, if we're going to say that shutting the uh, government down leads to fentanyl, something stopping uh, coming across our border and rapid amounts that it, that it is because of Joe Biden's reckless border policies, I will take all of the responsibility for that. Well said, uh, government uh, uh, representative Donalds. We do need to, and of course, right now uh, we have uh, another opportunity to fund the government after the elections. I believe it's in December. And of course, the lame duck Congress is extremely dangerous if they don't get their way and win in the midterms. Well, on Wednesday, the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices voted to add the COVID-19 vaccine to the Vaccines for Kids program. The 15-0 vote took place during Wednesday's committee meeting, a vote that will be held on today on whether it will include the vaccine in children's immunization schedules. This is scary stuff. Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo declared any decision will be minimal and have impact in the Sunshine State. He said regardless of what CDC votes on or whether COVID-19 vaccines are added to the routine child immunizations, nothing changes in Florida, he declared. Thanks to Governor DeSantis, COVID mandates are not allowed in Florida, not pushed into schools, and I continue to recommend against them for healthy kids. That's pretty clear, Dr. Ladapo. I really appreciate that point of view. It certainly protects our kids here in Florida. Ladapo recently recommended against men aged 18 to 39 receiving the mRNA vaccines, citing a rise in the cardiac risk to tune of 84% results from the stratified analysis of cardiac-related death following vaccination suggests mRNA vaccine may be driving the increased risk to males, especially among the ages 18 to 39, the review from the Florida Department of Health said. As such, the state Surgeon General recommends against males at that age from receiving mRNA COVID-19 vaccines, those with pre-existing cardiac conditions such as myocarditis and pericarditis, uh, should take particular caution when making this decision, Lopato's office announced. I say Lopato, it's Ladapo. Uh, studying the yeah, safety and efficacy of the medications, including vaccines, it's important. To, it's an important component of public health, Ladapo said. 
Far less attention has been paid to safety and the concerns of many individuals have been dismissed. These are important findings that should be communicated to Floridians. Shortly after the surgeon tweeted the announcement, Twitter blocked users from seeing it before restoring it. Ladapo took the social media Monday morning to combat critics and skeptics of the news release. He said, I love the discussions, somewhat ironically. I love the discussion that we've stimulated. Isn't it great that we discuss science transparently instead of trying to cancel one another? He said, I'm going to respond to, to be more to the more substantive critiques. In August, uh, Ladapo called for the medical establishment to spend more resources looking into myocarditis in young boys after COVID vaccin- vaccination. A preprint from Thailand found that 3.5% of adolescent boys had overt subclinical myocarditis after getting the second dose of COVID-19 vaccine. That's just not acceptable. Ladapo has been long critical of mainstream blanket recommendations for officials and media figures on COVID-19 vaccines, but the new guidance represents a more broad guidance than what his department issued months ago, warning about the risks of vaccinating healthy children with no underlying conditions. For children with underlying health conditions or comorbidities, COVID-19 vaccines should be considered in consultation with your health care practitioner. Parents are encouraged to discuss the risks and benefits with their children's health care practitioner when evaluating whether the child should receive COVID-19 vaccine, particularly for children with underlying health conditions or comorbidities, the department said in March. So Dr. Lopato Ladapo standing up for the health care and the public health of Floridians. Really concerning that uh, this committee, uh, with a vote of 15 to nothing, voted to include and approve this vaccine for young people. And today they're going to decide whether it should be part of the regimen for vaccines for young kids to even to go to school. Now, they make that decision. It's not binding. Every state has a right to decide if they want to adopt it. As Dr. Ladapo said, uh, we're not going to adopt it here in Florida. But many states will adopt it at the health risk to uh, young people uh, throughout the country. Well, the Florida State Board of Education adopted amendments for disciplinary actions to take place if teachers violate the Parental Rights in Education Law and the Stop Woke Act. The Parental Rights in Education Law prohibits educators from instructing K-3 through grade students on sexual orientation and gender identity. The Stop Woke Act bans educators from teaching students that their moral character is determined by race, sex, or national origin. It should not be surprising that educators educators are at risk of having their certificates sanctioned if they violate the, the law, said the Department of Education Communications Director. The Department of Education says the Office of Professional Practices Services investigates alleged misconduct. If there are violations, the education commissioner may pursue disciplinary action against a teacher. The education department said that that could include a teacher having their certificate revoked or suspended. This is just extremely appropriate. It's good to see teeth in the laws that have been passed by the legislature and signed by the governor. The proposed amendment will change nothing for teachers who follow the law and are focused on providing high-quality classroom instruction aligned to state academic standards, said the uh, communications director. State Board of Education members also adopted administrative rules to require school districts notifying parents if bathrooms and locker rooms will be separated by any other reason than biological sex at birth. 
another step forward in the right direction. Board of Education approves rule to inform parents if transgenders can be used preferred bathrooms, locker rooms, and the like. The rules state that the purpose is to protect the fundamental rights of parents to ensure they are fully informed on how bathrooms are designated and how locker rooms, which include dressing rooms, are designated and supervised. Another approved rule creates the format for the posting of materials in elementary school library and media centers as required by Health Bill 1467. Parents will be able to search the materials a student in the elementary school grade level has access to. That's another positive step. Parents have a right to be involved in their children's education and informed regarding what is taking place at their child's school. And moreover, students have a right to come into a safe learning environment every day, said uh, Manny Diaz, the uh, Florida Commissioner of Education. I applaud the State Board of Education for upholding parental rights and continue to promote the health and safety and welfare of students in our schools. So just some very positive results occurring uh, in the state of Florida, putting some teeth in the bills that were passed uh, last legislative session. Well, so much for electric cars, solar panels, and windmills saving the planet. A new study by UCLA and the University of Chicago environmental scientists finds the forest fires put twice as much greenhouse gas emissions into the atmosphere as the state's total reduction in emissions from 2003 to 2019, that according to Dr. Michael Jarrett, a leading author of the study, told the uh, San Francisco Chronicle, wildfire emissions in 2020 essentially negated 18 years of reductions in greenhouse gas emission, he added. The positive impact of all this hard work almost two decades is at risk of being swept aside by the smoke produced in a single year of record-breaking wildfires. How about the irony of that, huh? The California Air Resources Board does not account for the smoke pollution and wildfires, according to the Chronicle. Forest fires on public lands can be combated and reduced uh, with better forest management by the U.S. Forest Service and the State Natural Resource Department. So about at one-tenth the cost of the tenth, uh, tens of billions of dollars Tony green energy programs that make gas at, a, at the pump and electric power cost much more expensive Improved forest management will do more to reduce greenhouse gas emissions than that. So isn't it so ironic? And <clears throat> actually, California was not following uh, these uh, improved methods for, uh, for forest, cleaning out the forest because it costs too much. Hmm. But California and the feds can't do this because without government subsidies, the green energy companies that give tens of millions of dollars and campaign contributions to Democrats, uh, Democrats, I shouldn't say Democrats, Den Democrats would go bankrupt. So sad, huh? So just how desperate are the Democrats to sell abortion in this midterm cycle dominated by inflation and crime? Stacey Abrams demonstrates here in exchange with Mike Barnacle on Mar Morning Joe. Barnacle points out that Democrats attempt to use abortion to distract from the issues that matter most in the cycle. Abrams responded by claiming that abortion is a solution to inflation. She, she's basically saying if you don't have kids, you're not buying all that stuff. It's driving up the price, you know, the uh, demand pull price for kids stuff. So she's saying don't have kids. Yeah, I'm not making this up. It's unbelievable. This segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning, Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you'll visit johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. 
The website is lifeinnaples.net. Coming up, we're going to visit with Linda Harden. That and more right here in the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of the Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lulabee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time. Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website at lulabees.com and stop by Lulabee's Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. seven days a week. Lulabee's Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulabee's Diner for fabulous food and for a forever cool rockin' good time. Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambaugh says the number one reason the elderly become victims is isolation. The Collier Senior Center goes a long way in keeping seniors connected with the community and with each other. The Collier Senior Center, located at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Golden Gate, provides comprehensive information regarding services and resources that affect the quality of life of older adults and their caregivers in Collier County, empowering them to maintain independent and meaningful lives. Here's Esther Lully, director of Collier Senior Center. Everyone, every senior is welcome. There's diversity there. It's vibrant. It's a caring atmosphere. So there's a reason we offer the services and programs that we do. We want to help enrich the lives of senior members and provide support to their caregivers. Want to find out more? Visit CollierSeniorCenter.org. That's CollierSeniorCenter.org. Or call the Collier Senior Center at 239-252-4541. That's 252-4541. Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Gulf Shore Playhouse. Now building a 44,000-square-foot performing arts center in downtown Naples. We're really going to add to the center of Naples. Also, bringing you professional New York-style theater at its very best. You can find out more and get tickets by visiting golfshoreplayhouse.org. We have with us Linda Hart. She's my wife. She also is uh, filling in for the guests right now that won't be able to, we can't reach because the phones aren't working. Good morning. Good We're morning. We're still in recovery from Hurricane Ian. So. It's kind of interesting. We're kind of watching the pixeling on the television and uh, uh, the phones aren't working right now and uh, the internet we don't still don't have access to the internet but I know it's just been such a devastating storm well just so you know um, our little Xfinity my account app has shown that we have not had service since the hurricane so what we've had between the time we got service and back to now has been a blessing it really has, and you know, talk to people that are, have it far worse off than we had it. I mean, we had a tremendous inconvenience uh, during the storm. It was an awful storm, but some people lost everything. So we're just very grateful 
that we're okay and uh, that uh, our our losses have been well substantial losses, but they've been uh, minimal compared to most. Right, and and what's really nice right now is that it's cold out. So uh, so all these people who still don't have power are not um, worried as much about mold because it it's cold. It, it all of a sudden it just got cold. Yeah, it did. <laughs> we had a change of weather, change of season, pretty darn quickly here. So I wanted to get your thoughts about what's going on with the midterms here. We only, well, I think it's 19 days now until the midterm elections on November the, November the 8th. What are your thoughts? The Dems are panicking. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, just what you mentioned earlier about Stacey Abrams was such a hoot because she's talking on MSNBC about, um, you know, how it, if, if you want to curb inflation, you know, kill more babies. And it's just like. And and she was expecting a positive response from that. It, and when she didn't get it, she was like a deer in headlights. Like, what happened? Yeah, so this uh, I think more and more people are uh, are waking up to the notion that actually a baby is alive in a mommy's tum. And uh, uh, you know, to to take a life like that is uh, the baby should have some rights too. Well, the ongoing argument that I've always said is that, and 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 by the way, they've gotten away with it for how many decades? Is that is that the people in Washington think the people out in the um, valleys and plains and whatever of, of the United States of America are all stupid, and that they'll just buy whatever they sell. Yeah. And it, now that's stopping. Well, uh, right now the Democrats aren't offering much. They're trying to run with with abortion, but in the face of the inflation that's been created, and we know it's a, these are self-inflicted wounds. This is the Democrat Party. This is the Biden administration that created this because of energy policy that they've uh, adopted. Uh, you know, and not only do you have the inflation, but you have the open borders, the risks that have been uh, brought, the fentanyl and the uh, criminals that could be coming across the border. God knows what's going on with regard to that and uh, creating problems across the entire United States. Uh, food prices, the, uh, the chain of, uh, of uh, getting food to, uh, to us, and they still haven't solved the problem with baby formula. They're just tone deaf, and and like I said, they think we're stupid, and that oh, we'll just go along to get along and whatever. And people are, you know, all these all these surveys that that um, people take. The the first and foremost thing that the um, that the people in the United States worry about is inflation, the cost of everything. Right. Food. And and now um, Joe Biden is trying to backtrack and say, oh well, that's my first and foremost priority. Well, come on, that guy lies. Every time he opens his mouth, he just lies and lies and lies, and it's and it's it's I mean, it's no wonder that nobody comes up to see him, or they have to plant people in his audience because he's just he doesn't have any credibility. You know what you're saying is not an exaggeration when you say that he lies all the time. He literally lies sometimes with no purpose. He just lies, which is just so disappointing. You can't count on anything that this president says. And and when I see what he's doing with regard to the oil reserves. The uh, the and uh, selling them off or giving them off in order to keep the price of uh, gas low because of the elections coming up. Everything is politically driven. He's got nothing to do with the well-being of the American people. Well, sure. And yesterday, when he announced that he was going to have um, release fifteen, how many? Fifteen million uh, barrels, barrels of oil. Million barrels of of oil out of our reserves, and and. They said he said, "Oh no, this is not politically motivated." Please, yeah, uh, please. I have about going to the Saudis and saying, "Hey, can you hold off on raising the price of oil and cutting back on the on the uh, uh, 
production of oil. Can you couple, do you just put that off until the end of the election? It's all about the election. It's all about politics. It's all about power. It has money. it has nothing to do with the well being of the American people. It's so transparently obvious that he doesn't care about us. What he cares about is his own power and and politics. Well, it it you know anybody in Washington, except for um, as many as you can count on on one hand. They don't care about how many people die. They don't care about how many people are, are destitute. I mean, look at how, how those poor people in the January 6th uh, have been in jail for all this time in solitary confinement. They don't care. No, they don't, and it's so sad. I mean, justice, they they uh, arrested another pro-lifer. <laughs> it's, it's so obviously weaponized, the Department of Justice and the FBI. So we're going to take a little break. Can you stick around? Yes, yes I can. <laughs> okay, we're going to have more on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratospell Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Finish what you started with a Hodges University wheel. You can complete your bachelor's degree in as little as one year with your previously earned credits. What's the wheel? It's a customized bachelor's degree in organizational management. Learn about and apply the business, management, and leadership skills you need to advance your career. You can get unmatched educational experience with classes held once a week on campus in Fort Myers, in Port Charlotte, or Naples. You'll be immersed in classes taught by professors with real-world experience in the areas of business, management, and leadership. This degree can be applied to all areas of professional career. Learn more by calling 239-938-7700. That's 239-938-7700. Or visit Hodges.edu. Stay near and go far with Hodges University. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the Foundation for Government Accountability, among other things, creating policies and programs to get able-bodied folks off of welfare and back to work. It's a moral imperative, and I proudly serve on the board. I hope you check out the website. It is the FGA. Org. We continue the conversation with Linda Harden. Again, Linda, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. My pleasure. So, uh, so many things are happening. It shows that the CDC now has voted 15 to nothing to approve uh, this new vaccine for kids, uh, young kids, starting at age five, I think it is. Right. Well, they did the preliminary vote yesterday. The real, real vote is today, um, and they're getting so much pushback. And, and just what, what happened in our 
what we talked about in our last segment was that they, they just don't care what they do to these, these kids. They're yeah. just pushing forward, and it's just so criminal. It's just disgusting. Well, John, Dr. Uh, Ladapo has really protected us here in Florida. He said, you know, whatever they decide to do, we're not going to do it here in Florida. He's kind of our firewall against this insanity in Washington, D.C. Now, if you can imagine this, they're going to vote today, and I suspect they're going to approve uh, the vaccine for immunization, for the immunization schedule for kids. Well, and if, and if, the, kids, if the kids' parents or whatever um, object to it, they can't get educated. They can't go to school. That's right. So uh, this is just on a number of fronts. It protects uh, the uh, vaccine makers, Pfizer and Moderna and the others. Which, by, which, by the way, let me just say this about that. Um, that just backfires in the face of the school boards because guess what? People are fed up with, with public education in this country anyway. So now they've just put one more roadblock into to people going or to kids going to public public school because not only are the school boards um what's the word i'm looking for overbearing or or dictatorial or right well the the thing is though every every state has to make the approval to adopt the new vaccine schedule so it's up to the state uh legislatures up to the state uh, governors to uh, to approve this uh, we already know it's not going to happen in florida we know it's going to happen for example in states like uh, new york and God help the poor little kids that are going to be taking this stuff against the will of their parents. It's just awful. And we were we were listening to to oh I guess it was Dr. Robert Malone on Bannon yesterday yeah. when he was talking about it was all to protect their cover their backsides. Yeah. Right. So they couldn't be. Um, you can you can. It protects them against a, a liability, financial liability for deaths and destruction of your know, young can you, people. Can you, how low can they go? So this, uh, I think this just demonstrates uh, the, the low credibility of the CDC. They've been weaponized to carry out the whatever is supposed to be, whatever this agenda is that, they're tr- that uh, this administration wants to carry out. You can't count on uh, the public health officials. You can't count on the FDA. You, you know, all these all these different organizations that are supposed to be in place for our benefit and for the benefit of the American people are really just a, a, an effort to weaponize to protect the political interests of the far left. And and um, let me just say this too is that I was put in Facebook jail. Yeah. Yesterday for again for thirty days because I you know what I posted I posted uh, I reposted what. Uh, Jack Persobic. Jack Persobic, the guy I follow, he's he's uh, a really knowledgeable and and um, social war- warrior on on all the media. Great commentator. Yes, he's and, the and head. So of- I I reposted what he said that that Fauci and Walensky and and all these people were lying about the about the vaccines about the uh, that they were good, and so Facebook just slammed down on me saying we're we're suspending you for 30 days and then when i tried when i disagreed with with their putting me in prison they said oh no no we don't have enough people to ar- to listen to your um to your complaint to argument so so much for justice so this i think of course you're you're in good company because uh dr joseph ladapo was also put in uh i guess it was facebook jail or maybe it was twitter i've forgotten which twitter. in twitter uh so you know the if they just uh they're just they can't, uh, they can't silence all of us. No, they can't. And uh, this is this has got to stop. We've got to do something about these social media companies that are actually controlling 
the, the narrative, along with Congress and along with the Democrats and along with the, the, uh, the uh, mainstream media, it's, it's just a, a surprising and it's a shame that the amount of power that, that these all have in order to uh, subvert the, uh, the purpose of the United States government. Well, that's who's, who's running the government is, is uh, big, big pharma, yeah, big tech, and and the, the media. I mean, what did Tucker Carlson? What was he? He was doing a real dropkick on Comcast last night uh, about about their political leanings and and. Well, he was talking about MSNBC, which and was, is owned by Comcast, which so is NBC. owned by Comcast. And and the sad thing is that apparently these people are not just race baiting; they are creating race hate continuously. Uh, for example, they're just showing the hosts of various shows are basically saying the white people are bad. Uh, this is what they're doing. They're uh, and and the narrative is just so destructive. It's it's not healthy for the country. And he was pointing out that this is exactly what happened in uh, an African country where it led to genocide. Uh, the the major major radio stations started saying that Tutsis, I guess it was, or uh, right. were uh, were bad people, and all of a sudden we ended up with genocide in, in this in this country. I don't recall which one it was though. No, I don't either. But it, but it it was really it was really awful. Yeah. So uh, too much. We and here's the interesting thing too. They make accusations of the uh, extreme right being violent and being uh, creating domestic terrorism and so forth. Uh, I well, you, you go to Trump rallies and you listen to these. Uh, to the uh, right, and they basically are talking about, uh, first of all, listening to everybody, everybody having a say, uh, making sure that our elections are safe. The left is making accusations about violence, and yet they're the ones that are creating the violence, which is just, uh, you know, they accuse us of what they're doing. So uh, I don't know if you, to that point, you, you know, Kanye West, who has been, a, he's a rapper, who's been yeah, a rich rapper. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but... Um, they're trying to shut him down. He bought Parler. He's in the process of buying Parler, another social, social media platform. And he posted that, I don't know if it was on Twitter or Parler, that George Floyd died of fentanyl overdose. So all of a sudden he got, he got booted from everything. Now the George Floyd family is suing him for $250 million. Yeah. When, when the, when, guess what? The death certificate says... He died of fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah, unbelievable. And and these people just can't they they can't stand the truth. They cannot stand the truth or or being found out that they've lied through their teeth all these years about everything. So I wasn't aware of that uh but I, I know he has made some anti-semitic comments or at least there's been stories and headlines about him making anti-semitic comments. Uh, I don't know anything about that. I haven't followed up on it. Have you? No, I you know what I don't I don't I don't remember what he said, but to me when I when I saw it, uh -huh. it just it just went right over because I, I'm going. Why is this anti-Semitic? Yeah, well, it's just stupid. They try. Well, it's just like Robert. It's just like when they try to make everything people say is racist. That's right. Everything, everything. <laughs> if you say boo to the wind, it's it's racist. Well, we if it's stop. something that you disagree with, if it, that they disagree with, or that makes you disagree with them, it's racist. Everything's racist. That's their only argument. Yeah, very unfortunate. But uh, and nevertheless, the midterms are coming up. We've got uh, the elections on the 8th. I uh, don't know if there's going to be an October surprise at all, maybe some sort of pandemic uh, claim or uh, nuclear weapon uh, concern or some, whatever it might be to try to distract attention from voting and trying to make uh, 
mail by mail in voting uh, possible in more states. It's it's just uh, you always it's kind of like Lucy holding the football for Charlie Brown. You know she's gonna he he believes every year that she's holding the football so he can kick it. He always ends up disappointed. That's kind of the analogy of the Republican Party and uh, the Democrats, of course, being Lucy holding the football. So I don't know if we have time this segment, but sometime this morning we need to talk about how how the Democrats are pulling out all the stops because they're they're losing in so many areas, um, and that would include Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia, um, all right, well, even let's, Nevada. Let's talk about that in the next segment. We're going to do that and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Finish what you started with a Hodges University wheel. You can complete your bachelor's degree in as little as one year with your previously earned credits. What's the wheel? It's a customized bachelor's degree in organizational management. Learn about and apply the business, management, and leadership skills you need to advance your career. You can get unmatched educational experience with classes held once a week on campus in Fort Myers, in Port Charlotte, or Naples. You'll be immersed in classes taught by professors with real-world experience in the areas of business, management, and leadership. This degree can be applied to all areas of professional career. Learn more by calling 239-938-7700. That's 239-938-7700. Or visit Hodges.edu. Stay near and go far with Hodges University. Do you suffer from joint pain in your shoulders, hips, or knees? I was suffering from debilitating pain in my knees. On a referral, I saw Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine. He successfully treated my symptoms and pain for several months. Finally, having exhausted all alternatives for pain management, Dr. Markovich and I agreed that surgery was my best alternative. Dr. Markovich replaced both of my knees in 2006, and I now have full range of motion in both knees, and I have no pain. I now play golf and exercise free of debilitating pain in my knees. Don't suffer needlessly with joint pain. Call orthopedic surgeon Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine at 482-5399. That's 482-5399. He did a great job for me and he'll help you too. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Choice Social. Choice Social is a new, refreshing social networking platform. And you can find out more and download the app by visiting the website choicesocial.us. We're uh, visiting today with Linda Harden, going over what's happening around the world, politically and otherwise. Again, Linda, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. I'm multitasking over here Uh, because I'm I'm trying to uh, do your show and trying to... uh, Monitor the um, internet. The situation. internet. What's what's happening with the phones and so forth? Again, we're we've lost the our television sets. We've lost uh, the phones, and so we're, we're trying to figure out how to. Looks like a fiber cut to me, but my my 
faithful Comcast contact got right back to me before seven this morning. They're looking into it, and I hope it'll be resolved soon. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. So let's peel the onion a little bit with what's happening politically here. There's some very important races in Arizona and Pennsylvania and Georgia and so forth. What are your thoughts? I think they're scared. The Democrats, like I said before, are scared to death. I mean, they're they're bringing out Obama, who, by the way, um, earlier this week said, "Gee, the Democrats have to have to stop um, dumping on Donald Trump all the time. Their 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 message is not is falling on deaf ears." Yeah. And and so Obama and Biden are going up to um, campaign for this the most creepy candidate in the whole wide world, John Fetterman, in Pennsylvania, because he's just. He's, you know, the polls say he's slightly ahead of Dr. Oz. Well. Yeah. What are your I, thoughts I on that? What what person in their right mind would vote for that guy? He can't even communicate. Well, God, I mean, he did have a stroke, and you can certainly uh, have I'm some so, empathy. I'm sorry for that, but he shouldn't, he's not fit for office. That's true. And, uh, well, more than that, though, the reason why he's not fit for office, in my opinion, is the things that he stands for, like letting criminals, hardened criminals, out of jail. Uh, and because of uh, just, he's another one of those people that doesn't believe in bail and all the things that are quite, quite frankly have led to this, this uh, epidemic of crime here in the United States. He campaigns in a hoodie. Yeah. He's just creepy. He is a creepy guy. <laughs> and, he, and he can't communicate, and he's just, he just is creepy. And Dr. Oz is, you know, is trying to get him to debate. Well, I'll debate like one week before the election, and, 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 Oh, but he needs a computer in order to to read off, and and who's who's to say that his answers won't be computer generated? Like Jack Posobiec was saying yesterday, it's like being a cyborg. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's so bizarre. And so so what's really cool about Pennsylvania is that this Doug Mastriano is um, was running for governor against it, Lieutenant Governor Josh Shapiro, or I think he was AG uh, Josh Shapiro. And Doug Mastriano has just this great message. He was a he was in the army for thirty years. He's very well spoken. He has a degree um, in history, I think it is. He's very well spoken, and he's an, a no nonsense guy. And 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 people are just clamoring after him. He was on Sean Hannity's show last night, and he was just getting rousing applause, standing ovation. It was it was awesome. Well, very well spoken, and, and a wonderful spirit and demeanor, I must say, as well. So I think he'd be a great governor for the state of Pennsylvania. I, I don't know. I've heard the race is quite close. I, well, you know what? Can't believe the polls, no, right? No, it's just the crowd size. Yeah. I mean, seriously. And, and like uh, uh, Steve Bannon says, the only way the Democrats can win is if they lie and cheat, which they— which they, they have they, done they, masterfully. They do very well. And how about Arizona? That's looking very good, too. I mean, uh, the uh, all candidates, I think the uh, attorney general, the governor, well, the senator. Um, that, that's another case of who would vote for Katie Hobbs? She won't debate. She's, she's got this little squeaky voice and, and stands for nothing. Right. Except for having um, okay in abortion up until the moment of birth and after. I... I Kari Lake would wipe the floor with her, and she's she tough. knows it. She's tough. She's uh, she is an outstanding candidate. She will be a major political figure going forward. When after she wins the governorship in the state of Arizona, I think she's going to be a political uh, power going forward. Well, sure, and and everybody that, in other words, presidential material, in my opinion. 
Yes, I agree. And and oh, by the way, Tulsi Gabbard just uh, endorsed uh, Kari Lake the other day too. Tulsi Gabbard, we haven't talked about this since I know. since he she uh, dumped the Democrat Party, but she's endorsing all these these uh, America First candidates, which is really cool. Yeah, I mean, she's endorsed uh, Carrie Lake. She's endorsed uh, Joe Kent, is it, up in the state of Washington? She's endorsed Don Bolduke up in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire as well. I mean, so these are, uh, what they have in common, in my opinion, is is that what ties this together is they are all former military leaders, and uh, she's endorsed them, but also she's endorsing Republicans. It's she's she is uh, defected from the Democrat Party, and why has she done that? Because the, they're not uh, protecting the interests of the American people. They're looking out after their own interests, and uh, she says this is not the par uh, the Democrat Party I joined initially, and uh, we should do whatever we can to block them and get them out of power. You know, um, she may have. I'm not sure. She may have endorsed uh, J.D. Vance, too, in Ohio. I'm not sure. But that's a very interesting race. Yeah. That's a very interesting race because Tim Ryan is a, a professional politician. He's just an established guy. He's been in, in Washington for over 20 years, and now he's running for... for um, I think Senator. He's, he's Senator, Rob, taking over Rob Portman's uh, place. And, and he's just, he has just waffled on everything. Yeah. He has waffled on everything. Oh, I'm I'm not going to do anything Nancy Pelosi says. And then in another film clip, I love Nancy Pelosi. I'm I'm with her a thousand. Percent. So what, who is it? Uh, one of these candidates, have, they're kind of giving up the ghost. That one of them uh, apparently was wearing a uh, "Make America Great Again" hat. Oh yeah, I don't remember who that was, but that was that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty so funny. Here's another race that which is it shows that. Uh, the Democrats and Barack Obama and, and et cetera, et cetera, think the black people, the black population of this country are stupid. They don't give them. So so they are sending, wait for it, Oprah Winfrey to Georgia, along with Obama, to campaign for Raphael Warnock, who is a dirtbag, in my opinion, yeah. in so many ways. And, and, and that was outlined, I think, by Tucker not too long ago when he said, or somebody when he's when Raphael Warnock has his churches is uh, landlords are own this building where where people are are don't he, have any heat and they it's just a, a and he slum. gets a seven thousand dollar a month Remember stipend that? for for uh, for housing it's pretty weird I mean uh, Herschel Walker is so strong in terms of policy and what his beliefs are uh, certainly I think he's going to end up winning anyhow so. Uh, but irrespective of whatever. Well, and, and Oprah, Oprah is going to campaign for Stacey Abrams, too. I'm sorry to say this, but but one fat woman is campaigning for another fat woman. <laughs> so, and what about this guy in Michigan? He's so strong. He's so smart. Uh, he's running for uh, the Congress. I don't recall his name. Uh, Michigan? Yeah, I think. Oh, uh, John Gibbs. Don, yeah. John Gibbs. John Gibbs is just a rock star. He's so smart and so uh, I think he's going to win as well. So, uh, what are your thoughts? He's 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 tough as nails, but he's very soft spoken. Yeah, and it's it's fun to listen to him because um, he's just he's a, he was a former missionary. He's he speaks fluent Japanese. Um, he attended Harvard, Yale, whatever. He worked in the White House under the Trump administration. He's just a rock star, and and he's just unflappable. He's yeah, unflappable. He is indeed, and he is so determined to win. So we've got a lot of good things, a lot of good news. I, I think, uh, and again, my my personal opinion, the polling, they say these races, some of them are close. I think they're not. I think it's just once these poll, uh, pollsters 
get conservatives on the line, they are reluctant to admit the fact that they are conservative because, you know, we have this police state going on and the word gets out and, you know, you find yourself on a blacklist and all kinds of trouble. Uh, like, you know, for example, the mission, the uh, pro-life people that are being thrown in jail for singing hymns is just unbelievable. It's not going to come out well for, I mean, the, the FBI has is, is been weaponized, the whole Department of Justice. Oh, look what they're doing. Um, I don't know. We haven't watched this video yet, but I want to. And it's of Glenn Beck uh, interviewing Tara Reid. Do you remember who Tara Reid was? Sure. She was uh, the person that was molested by President Joe Biden. Well, apparently her interview with one of our neighbors here uh, said, have you heard about this? And I heard, heard about it on Glenn Beck. Um, Tara Reid has been absolutely demonized since she came out against Joe Biden. And you know what, what Joe Biden said? Not only about Tara Reid, but about Donald Trump. It said, is it, I want them thrown in jail. Yeah, unbelievable. And I bet you, I bet you anything he said that about uh, Steve Bannon, too, because Steve Bannon is looking at... at Six months. Yeah. Unbelievable. We're going to have more here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Blue Provence is one of only 97 restaurants worldwide to receive Wine Spectator's prestigious Grand Award, and they've received it for the eighth consecutive year. Blue Provence Restaurant is temporarily closed for renovations due to damage from Hurricane Ian, and they look forward to serving you again in the near future. In the meantime, you can enjoy their grand award-winning wine list with unbeatable prices on more than 2,500 wines by visiting Blue Provence Fine Wines at 1234 8th Street South, Monday through Saturday between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. Check out the vast wine selection by visiting Blue Provence on Facebook or visit the easy-to-browse website blueprovencefinewines.com. Visit blueprovencefinewines.com or if you need help, you can call Jacques directly at 239 239- 821-6772. You have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239 325 1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. We're providing you news and commentary rooted in a commitment to individual liberty, personal responsibility, limited government, and the rule of law. 
We continue in this last segment with Linda Harden, again, my wife, uh, the other guest that we had planned for today. Uh, we're not going to be on the show because we don't have phone service and all of our guests are on the phone. So nevertheless, I think this is an informative conversation. I'm certainly learning a lot. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. I'm your only live guest because <laughs> yeah. no one else is allowed in here. This <laughs> At this hour of the morning. That's exactly right. <laughs> Just continuing the conversation a little bit with politics. I mean, uh, I think... Joe Biden has shown his true colors, in my opinion. We've talked about the fact that he has problems with the truth, and that's that's saying it nicely. I mean, he lies a he lot. He can't tell the truth. No, he can't. But the other thing is, uh, he think he's demonstrated that most leaders, they want to inspire and help people move along because of their own personal motivation, wanting to make a contribution. He is a bully. He tries to intimidate, and he tries to tries to make people do things against their own will. He says to the American people, you know, you're not getting vaccinated fast enough and we're beginning to lose our patience. That was the first example of saying, you know, this guy is not a leader. And then he goes to the uh, goes to Saudi Arabia and tells these guys, I want you to provide oil for us and, and uh, let's stop this process of closing down and shutting down uh, oil production until after the elections, they don't uh, cooperate. So so he says there's going to be consequences. He's a bully. Well, he's a real bully. Remember what he said in the Ukraine about firing that uh, the president or the prime minister of Ukraine all those years ago? Oh, yeah. He said, uh, basically, uh, you're not going to get your billion dollars. And uh, he says, well, (laughs) SOB, he came through. He's a, he's, he wants to push people around. That's his instinct. And he's, he had, doesn't understand leadership, I don't think. He just doesn't understand uh, how to lead people. He's, a, he, you know, he's never been a leader. He's been a United States senator. He's been a vice president. He's never been the top guy. Now he's the top guy. The buck stops with him. And he's demonstrating he has no leadership skill. You know what's really amazing to me? That he's gotten away with all the lies that he's told. You know, when, when even the news media was, was not on his side. And and remember when he lied about his degrees and that he was first in his class and this and, yeah. and got into and, the naval academy. Yeah, and, and plagiarized all these people. Well, I, I you know I guess I forgot. Really? Yeah. I mean, how how does he keep getting reelected? Because because the people in Delaware thought he was a nice guy and didn't think about it. Well, now now people are thinking about about how his lies have gotten this country into really dire straits at this point. Well, serving as a United States senator, I mean, you can make decisions, but your decision you have to make decisions along with uh, 99 of your colleagues. So you don't have the power to make a decision on your own. Now, as president of the United States, he does. And of course, he's not making the decisions. He's got people who are making them for him. But the point is, my point is, is this. Now, he has to, you know, face the music, and people are not happy with the way things are going. Not happy with inflation, not happy with open borders. Wait, wait, wait. Let's just talk about open borders for just a second. How many billions of dollars have we sent to Ukraine, and we have nothing to show for it? Nothing. And yet, yet Zelensky provides, at certain intervals, a laundry list of why he needs more yeah. to do this, that, and the other thing. And I love listening to Monica Crowley. Um, she was on Bannon the other day. She's She's been on Fox and whatever, but and and she's very she's very forthright in saying this money's getting laundered. Yeah. This money is getting laundered, and yeah. it and and there's no question about that. I mean, w- w- most people want to have put a white hat on Zelensky and a black hat on Putin, but maybe both of these guys have black hats. You know, well, I, I think Zelensky is uh, coming is leading a corrupt country. They've always been corrupt. And I have no doubt that all the money that's going into uh, 
into Ukraine. A portion of it, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I believe it based on past history, it is probably coming back. It's washed, it's cleaned, it's not taxable, and it's coming back to the Biden family. In, in addition to other politicians in Washington, which we, we don't know, but wouldn't it be interesting to find out? And, oh, by the way, let's talk about Russia and Ukraine for just a second. Yeah. Um, they're both, they both have corruption problems. Ukraine is number four in the whole wide world as the one most corrupt countries in the whole wide world. Russia is way down the list. Mm -hmm. So here we're piling all this money into Ukraine. And, and meanwhile, uh, our borders are being inundated with all these illegal aliens. And I just, you know, we've said this before, but I applaud uh, Governor Abbott for continuing to send these migrants up to New York. And the mayor is like apoplectic now because he just... Where he's opening shelters for them, which is hysterical. Right. But Cruise who, ships. I know. So, <laughs> so, but the, the biggest prize of all goes to our own Ron DeSantis, who sent 50, 50 yeah. illegal aliens to Martha's Vineyard. And all these elites going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, we can't have this, we can't handle it. It's so true. All they needed to do was send those 50 to Obama's, you know, huge house. Enclave, that's right. Well, It's, it's just, people, are, people have had it. People have had it. Had enough. And um, it's going to be so exciting to see how many people turn out. For the midterms. For the midterms. Absolutely. And, of course, you still have the, uh, even if we win both the House and the Senate, the, you still have the President of the United States, who can't keep the uh, Attorney General in place and uh, continue to weaponize the FBI and the uh, CDC and the uh, uh, Department of Justice. So there's some downside to having them in that office. But nevertheless, uh, getting the Senate and the House back, that's a big deal, and it's going to give a, a, a reveal, uncover a lot of the corruption that's been going on for the last few years. Well, providing, and, and there's a caveat to that, providing the Republicans that are on Capitol Hill do something about it. Because Maria Bartiromo, by the way, we, we talked about this before, Maria Bartiromo is getting really tough as nails. She's going, she's in, in her interviews, she's saying to these, these current representatives, like she said to Jim Jordan the other day, she, he says, well, we're going to hold them accountable. He, she says, well, they'll just tell you to go pound sand. How many times have you said, I want documents from the FBI, I want documents from the And DHA. they don't provide it. No, well, even if they do, they're all redacted. Yeah, So we need, we need people who actually get things grow, done. grow a pair and go get it done. Absolutely. Lindsey Graham is one. I mean, he's just, he's all talk and no action. He's unbelievable. Linda, I just genuinely appreciate your commentary in the show. I really appreciate your filling in. You did a great job. Can I take, make one more comment? Of course. Lindsey Graham and several other, like Dan Crenshaw out of Texas, are neocons. All they want is more war. Right. And and um, what I told you about that revolver, read revolver dot. News, 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 and there's an article in there about how Fox News, for the most part, is pushing the war in Ukraine, and the only outliers on all of Fox News are Jesse Tuck Waters and, and Tuck Tucker Carlson. Carlson. Absolutely. Well, thanks for that. Uh, finishing note. Thanks so much. <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. Okay. Well, tomorrow if we have the good fortune of having phone guests, uh, we're going to have some exciting guests on the show, including. Uh, and I'm going to scroll up here and find out who my guests are going to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to have William Yateman will uh, be joining us, as well as uh, Ambassador Francis Rooney, our former congressman, and Larry Bell, endowed professor at the University of Houston. And I believe we're going to have Dr. Uh, Suzuki Jasser on the show as well. 
Hope oh, always appreciate your comments on the show. You can send me an email at bobhardnethotmail.com, bobhardnethotmail.com. I hope you make it a great day on the Paradise Coast or wherever you are. Namaste. Thanks so much for listening to the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com. <laughs>